Ah, welcome back, folks, to the show. Another one. It's another, another one. one. It's another one. <laughs> um, That's the new tagline, BTM. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This week, we're called Big Terrifying Monsters. Mammal. Ma- monsters, <laughs> not necessarily mammals. Cool, 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 cool. We're going to chat about megafauna like little things that are little now but were big and would eat you before (laughs) Uh, or just big animals like elephants technically uh, megafauna yeah so like technically like during the researching phase of this episode um yeah i was trying to find a definition that was sort of like concrete for what megafauna was it seems like it's it is different depending on basically which institution you ask um but uh like the american uh like museum of natural history basically defines it as anything between i think it's like um 10 and 100 kilos or it's sorry 10 and 100 pounds is uh is megafauna. Well, Cal, that makes you a megafauna. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I very much am. Um, and anything between... A- anything uh, an imperial ton or more is super megafauna. Oh, shit. So, I think what a lot of people are going to expect us to talk about is super megafauna... I, I, I mean, well, picked... if I knew there was a super megafauna, I would have picked. I would have said specifically <laughs> for super megafauna. I think I'm at the light end of the pool here. I was going to say, I think I am too. I've, there's definitely, um, like, I'm pretty sure everything in my list is actually technically the megafauna category. Um, but uh, but yeah, when we might come back to this topic, and uh, and when that's the case, uh, we might do super megafauna as a. As a specific topic. Indeed, we might. Because, yeah, that explains why all these aren't as big as I thought they'd be. <laughs> um, so, uh, who, who wants to go first? Um, I mean, you always go first, because okay. you always have the best ones. And I'm like, why do I always let you go first? And then I'm just going <laughs> to let you go first again, to keep it consistent. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'll, I'll start with the one uh, conveniently at the top of my list, and is probably the one that's most likely... Um, to have, uh, to have you have also picked it. So let's, <laughs> this is the, um, Zag- are you gonna to- sorry, are you going to toast to me or are you going to black season me this week? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think maybe toaster, but we'll see. All right. Uh, cause I really thought that I was going to black season you on the SCP episode and then, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I created a whole new category. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. All right. What do you got? So my first one is Zaglosis Haketi. Fucking is... toaster. God damn it! I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scrap it. I'm doing a different one. Okay. No, no. Go, go. You might have. You probably have more info than me. Go for it. Oh, I don't. I just thought this is like just a nice Australian one, and, and Bob will probably just do a Deprotodon, and then we'll be good. <laughs> uh, nope. So this is 
it's, it's the largest monotreme to ever walk the earth at one meter long and about 30 kilos. Um, has a, a long uh, beak, uh, much like a normal echidna, but you know, long for its body type, so even longer again. Um, and uh, this one uh, has uh, longer legs than modern echidnas, but in relation to their body. Uh, thought to help them traverse through like forests that have a lot of uh, debris on the floor so they can sort of like stand above all the sticks and stuff while still being able to dig through and search for ants and stuff like that to eat. Mm. Um, we don't have any um, fossil evidence of what its skull is shaped like. It's all just sort of reconstructed based on modern echidnas, um, specifically ones that live in... Uh, I think New Guinea. I can't remember. Like, like in, like uh, things that don't exist in in Australia anymore. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The um, Western Longbeak. That's the one. Which is yeah, in New Guinea. Yeah. yeah. Which um, kind of has the same look and body type, but it's much smaller. The, big, the longer yeah. legs. Yeah. 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 So we just assume it sort of looks like that, um, and uh, it. Uh, it may have been depicted in Aboriginal rock art. There's some debate about whether or not it's just a normal echidna or whether it's one of these things. Yeah, I found that too. That's hilarious. It's like <laughs> this draw, this 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 painting is either depicting a gigantic echidna or a regular echidna, but we're not sure <laughs> because it, we they haven't exactly captured scale. <laughs> they didn't go here's person, here's big fuck off echidna. <laughs> Yeah, see, the thing about Aboriginal artists is that they're not known for having scale bars um, mm. down the bottom right corner. Yep. And, yep, look, and, yep, uh, no comment. <laughs> art is subjective, Bob. Yes, that's uh, why it's art and not, um, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, I could say scale all, drawing. I could say that all good art has scale bars. You know, some people might uh, take, you know, take offense to that. Some I'm pretty people sure might a few say, architects well, what will about get Van Gogh? <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, I, I, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have for this one. Um, did you have any more than that? Um, yeah, just that the, the fossils have basically been found in, in Mammoth Cave in WA. Yep. And, yeah, like you said, they, they there's no heads. There's no head at all that they found, which is creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, because um, like there aren't many um, places in the northern parts of of Australia that are sort of conducive to fossils. Is the theory that like we find way more fossils further south? Um, mm. Yeah, so it might just be that it just didn't live in the right sort of environment to fossilize properly. Yeah, that'd be a problem if it, yeah dry places that don't have gross tar bogs mm. to nicely preserve shit. Mm. Um, yeah, the only other, other thing that I had to add is that um, some of the fossils show evidence of, of stabbing and, and burns. Oh, okay. They were hunted by, by Aboriginals. Uh, which just makes you want to know what an echidna would taste like. I mean, it's a 30 gram bloody <laughs> little roast that you got there. 30 kilo, sorry. <laughs> yeah, 30 kilo roast. I mean, how much of it is spines and like and thick layers of skin that sort of keep oh. the spines in too yep 
And the best bit, Cal, would be mm-hmm. that they, they're they their own, like, shish kebabs. <laughs> oh, yeah, you they... could, like, skewer bits on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you're done, toast some marshmallows. Well, Lovely. It's interesting to think that of, like, any reason for something like a giant echidna to exist. Like, the echidnas we have now... Like the whole point of them sort of is that they, they burrow just far enough into the ground that all that's exposed is their spikes and then they put their hackles up and you just, you can't do anything about them. You can't nope. pick them up. You can't do anything with them. So like, can you imagine that? But it's a meter long. <laughs> like, uh, that's not a nice welcome, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> so like what, what things were eating them? <laughs> like what things were like threatening them to the point where they needed to evolve to be that big? Yeah. And, like, did they have the same sort of spikes that the smaller ones do? Or was it more of a, like, just a a, a display, maybe? A bit more of a, like, Stegosaurus-style, like, just, I'm big, leave me alone? Yeah, would they more, be more quills than actual hard spines? Mm. Sort of thing. Because you think that'd be starting to get quite heavy, that mm. many spines covering something that big. Mm. Yeah, like, if you, if you just took a normal echidna in Microsoft Paint... And just, you know, resized it from the corner to be <laughs> this big. It, yeah, it, it seems like an animal that wouldn't really work, or at least doesn't seem to have much of a reason to be that big. Um, which very well might be why they just don't come in that size anymore. Mm. <laughs> that, that sort of logic applies to most of the super megafauna and whatnot. Yeah. Like, why is it this big? Did it need to be that big? Just, just yeah. why? There's no dinosaurs anymore. Mm. Jealous? <laughs> well, I, I guess that is that is a pretty preva- prevailing theory, is that, like, once um, the dinosaurs were extinct, there were lots of sort of niches that weren't being filled now, so more things could sort of be selected to, like, fill those niches. <coughs> those, those niches being specifically huge. <laughs> yeah, well, like, because once all the apex predators are gone... You know, then the smaller things start being able to eat more stuff and grow bigger and, um, yeah, eat larger mm. things. And, yeah, you end up with more big predators from different uh, factions. As it were. Mm. Mm. Very, very good. So, how are we going to do the second one? Do you want me? <laughs> no, I'll just, pick, I'll just pick the second one. We'll just keep, we'll cool. just keep we'll going. Just keep alternating. Sorry, man. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I'll pick. Okay, I won't. I'll, I'll end on a slightly bigger pop than than, than I was going to. We uh, very well might need to start like planning these a little better and not not so much surprising each other <laughs> with what we're nah, talking about. Nah, <laughs> two two in a row. It can't happen again. <laughs> Uh, tweet us. What okay. do you think the next episode's gonna be? Is it a is it a toaster or is it a is it a black Caesar? Yes, is Kel gonna completely show me up, or is he gonna <laughs> steal my ideas? <laughs> All right. So this the one that I picked. I picked because I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. And then I started looking into. It, I'm like, oh, oh no, it's 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 just regular. <laughs> so, I picked the woolly rhino. Oh, nice. Because woolly mammoths are for just basic bitches and people. Correct. You know, yeah. 
Call those tusks. Check out this bad boy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're there for the people that, that call Back to the Future their favourite movie. That's how basic <laughs> they are. Take that, Sam. <laughs> uh, so, the woolly rhino, right? Yeah. It's like a rhino, but mm. it's woolly. Mm. So, like, for cold climates. Yeah, yeah, real cold climates, yeah. Um, so they're like 3 to 3.8 metres in length, and a regular rhino is like 3.4... Oh, sorry, a white rhino is like 3.4 to 4.6 metres in length, yeah? Wait, hang on. And, how big, how big was the woolly rabbit? Was the woolly rhino again? It's a bit smaller. A bit smaller? <laughs> <laughs> um, woolly rhino's like... 1,800 to 2,700 kilograms. <laughs> uh, white rhino is about 1,600 to 2,400 kilograms. So oh, okay. that will weighs a bit. <laughs> um, they're both about two meters tall at shoulder yep. height. Um, like a regular rhino, they have two horns. Uh, the big one would get to between 70 to 90 centimeters long. Which is big, isn't it? That's like bigger than a normal rhino's, yeah? A normal white rhinos grows between, uh, where did I write down? 90 to 150 centimetres Jesus! Long. Okay. So it's... Every picture of, a, like, a woolly rhino that I see, it's, like, massive, and it has, like, a scythe for a horn. <laughs> nope. Nope. They're smaller than a uh, white rhino. <laughs> By basically every measure. Oh, man, um, that's funny. Yeah. That is a funny <laughs> yeah. fact. See, they're sort of known to be, like, longer um, head and body, but then shorter, stumpier legs. But right. really, with these measurements, kind of throws that out. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're more or less the same, like, with slight variations in in ratios. Yeah. So they're around from about 2.5 million years ago, I think, to 11,700 years ago. So okay. in the Pleistocene era to about the end of the last glacial period yeah uh it's harder to get dates on this shit so Mm. i think my time bracket might go a bit far on one end (laughs) yeah fair enough just a little just a little Um, (laughs) yeah maybe not two and a half mil i don't know it's harder to tell (laughs) um yeah these things did coexist with humans they're around the same time um there's some cave paintings of them Mm. Um, of the woolly ones, um, they probably did hunt them from time to time. There's not a shitload of evidence of them. They have found some woolly woolly rhino skeletons and stuff in caves, yep. which is not where woolly rhinos lived. But it's yep. possible that they were just dragged in there by like hyenas and other predators and shit. Yeah, fair enough. It's a it's um it's an interesting sort of theory on how things, um became extinct how these megafauna became extinct like i i think i've even said on this show before that like um one of the strongest theories is that humans are just really good at killing big shit so um so the megafauna are the first things to go but uh, there's been a lot of like doing research for this episode a lot of people have said that basically humans just didn't exist in large enough numbers to warrant that level of mass extinction like everywhere yeah no yeah like they like i said they they there were some tribes in the same areas where there were woolly rhinos Mm. and we know that they did come across them from from the cave paintings yeah but there's not 
a shitload of evidence that they ate them and, and hunted them and stuff. Mm. So, yeah, them suggestions that they hunted them to extinctions are not really true. It's the fact that the Ice Age ended and they got big, massive, woolly coats that they couldn't shed. Well, yeah, and, like, that, it makes total sense that, like, us coming from a more tropical region would just sort of go north or, like, would move into these areas that used to be cold once they start to warm up. You know, and in so like that climate change coincides with a, a big loss of habitat and and megafauna, uh, and it just so happens to be at the same time that it becomes more conducive for human life. Yeah, just a big old yeah, just how it works out. Interesting stuff. Indeed. Ah, uh, because hit your next one, Cal. See yep. if you stole my final one. <laughs> We'll see. So, uh, so I've got the, uh, I think it's pronounced Archaeo Indri, which is a, a giant lemur from Madagascar. A, a giant lemur? Yes, it was the size of an adult male gorilla. A lemur the size of a, the things that like sit there and like sun themselves. Yeah, yeah. And um, bloody, I, I like to move it, move it, those things. Um, yeah. But they're like <laughs> they're like five and a bit feet tall and ripped. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Did, the say, size... did you just say ripped? <laughs> well, they're like the size of gorillas, so they've got like big arms to like lift their bodies. Um, so yeah, th- like they're probably more proportionate to something like an orangutan. Um, but yeah, they they were like the same sort of height and weight as a as a gorilla. Oh, these pictures of them are terrifying. <laughs> they're like werewolf men things. They're they're really cool um, because they were still arboreal, like they still lived in trees. Um, what? These are big ass trees. <laughs> well, and so there's a couple of uh, interesting theories on like what sort of evolutionary niche um, they they fit. Um, the one of the theories is that they were um, they were able to basically eat a lot of fruit that had that had like really really big seeds. Um, That's big ass seeds. <laughs> so like they could eat things like I guess things that had seeds like the size of peaches and stuff like that, um, like peach stones, uh, and so like they filled like they. Um, they were spreaders of those seeds by just eating the whole fruit. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah. It's just one go, dunking it down. Jeez. Which I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what that says about what kind of food it could eat, because you'd think a smaller lemur would be able to still eat that sort of fruit and would probably carry the seeds away. But yeah, uh, apparently that was that, that was a, a, a note found in some of the research that I was looking at. Um, it's also thought that, uh, like there are, there are these forests in Madagascar called spiny forests, um, where they're very, like, it's a similar type of, um, tree bush thing, um, that grows on the mainland in Africa, but in mainland Africa, they don't have thorns at all. They don't have these spines on them. Uh, and it's thought that they do in Madagascar because of, um, because of things like lemurs that would, um, that would climb all over them and eat the leaves. Um, huh. 
Yeah, and would do a lot of damage to the tree doing that. Um, yeah, so there's like, it's really interesting how um, how different the ecology is on Madagascar compared to the rest of the world, <laughs> like compared to even just yeah mainland Africa. Yeah, um, that's really cool. There's slight evidence of these things being hunted by people. They did coexist with humans, um, but it's it's still sort of debated whether or not they were. But there's there's a few bones found with like uh, cut marks in them where it looks like they've had the meat stripped from the bone. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's a big so, monkey meal. Yeah, well, I I because. <laughs> I imagine if you're a human on Madagascar, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, one of these things that's just huge and easy to throw a spear at, yeah, probably is a, a pretty good meal. Yeah, or it's going to bloody strangle you with its big creepy <laughs> lemur hands. Man, the, uh, of the eighth shit going on there. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of now extinct big um, lemurs, actually. There were uh, ones called koala lemurs. Um, that was like specifically evolved to eat more leaves and things like that rather than fruit. Um, and there's also a giant eye eye. The um, oh god, yeah, <laughs> the lemur with the big long finger that sort of taps on the wood like a woodpecker. Yeah, yeah, the those... creepy ones are like if they point at you, you're gonna die. <laughs> well, yeah, ones. Yeah, they used to be much bigger. Uh, and yeah, so like <laughs> that's another sort of uh, thing going on in madagascar or that used to go on in madagascar up until pretty recently um like these uh, uh these giant gorilla lemurs uh when extinct uh they reckon around 350 bc oh so, shit yeah so like very recently damn yeah they're not that old at all <clears throat> yeah so and sort of because of that there's there's like there's bones and stuff found, but there's no fossils and things like that. Like uh, very few fossils. Like it's, they're not old enough to have the same sort of archeological impact as other things. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's fascinating. Mm. Really cool stuff. Hmm. And I, I is a creepy as fuck. I didn't mention it. I oh, know I did. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I have the specific size of them. Cause I think they did vary quite a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, roughly the size of a gorilla. Still, that's a one jacked lemur if it's as big as a gorilla. Well, mm. compared to, yeah, like, because a normal lemur is what, like, a foot tall, you know, at best? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. very small. Yeah, like little monkey size. Mm. <laughs> Interesting that, like, you know, we share such a such an ancient ancestor and, like, <laughs> like Madagascar has something, like, so different to us. So, like, at the same time as us, just from being separated. Yeah. Mm. Weird. Very weird. Uh, probably weirder than my last one, oh, which no. is the Daodon, De- okay. which is the largest uh, Intelodont, which is mm. an extinct E-N-T-E-L... Crap, have I written an A or an A there? Heladant. Um, they're an extinct family of pig-like omnivores that okay. sort of roamed northern US and Eurasia. They are cool. nicknamed Hell Pigs or Terminator <laughs> Pigs. Ah, I love it. Da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. Yes. <laughs> That'll be bark. Can... 
Um, so the Dadodon is the biggest of, of the big pig boys. They're, oh, they're big. Um, their skull's about three foot long, so 90 centimetres. Jeez. It's a big head. Big That's, old head. Yep. Uh, at the shoulder, they're about 1.8 metres tall. Man. Like, so its shoulder it, is bigger than me. That's a terrifying <laughs> pig. Man. And I'm looking at like the skulls and stuff on the Wikipedia page, and it's um, that's that's some terrifying toothage going on. Oh yeah, but they didn't. I didn't seem to suggest they had tusks. None of the images I've seen of them have like big scary tusks on them. Mm, but they which did is, have um, carnivore well, yeah. teeth and whatnot. Which is almost worse because like looking at a pig that doesn't have like tusk teeth, it it has like canine in sizes like it's gonna bite you and eat you is mm. sort of weird you think of pigs like big pink um sort of you know largely herbivorous things um but yeah these yeah, but... things look much more like predators <laughs> yeah they're gonna eat you um <laughs> uh, yeah so they found uh quite a, a a complete skeleton of them so that's they know that they are yeah the biggest of the, the pigs um, and I didn't find much more on them. They're yeah, from uh, 29 to 19 million years ago. Yep. Um, yeah, the big scary pigs. I I just thought the name Terminator Pig was really cool. It is really it's cool. Very scary, and they're yeah. massive. Imagine being chased by a pig that big. <laughs> Imagine all the bacon you would get off that bad boy. Well, yeah, and like You'd be that's... eating bloody spare ribs for days. <laughs> um. Yeah, because like pigs are an interesting animal. Like they, yeah, like because they don't seem at all like something that we could domesticate. And then we did somehow. Like, yeah, and we just ruined them. They really just—they do seem like monsters that we've just tamed. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I sort of get horses and cats and dogs and stuff like that. I don't get pigs. Pigs are sort of scary. <laughs> Yeah, they eat anything. They'll, mm. oh man, they'll eat absolutely eat a eat a person that you just throw in there. Yeah, don't have to lather it in butter or anything. They'll just chow down on it. Like, <laughs> oh look, feeding time. Yum. Ugh. Um, <laughs> so oh, big scary things. Um, shall I hit you with my last one? Yes, go for okay. it. So, my last one is Boverisuchus. Um, Bovera... Is that some, some kind of cow? Uh, no, because Sucus mm. is basically crocodile. Like, Sucus is... A cow is, crocodile. Well, very close, because this this was a, one of the... Uh, it was, it's a very unique uh, member of the Crocodilia family uh, that, uh, that had hooves. And by by who? Sorry, I mean... sorry, sorry, sorry. Just can we cycle back to that? I yeah, think I yeah. misheard you. The yeah. connections must be dodgy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it instead of having like uh, big, long, like pointed claws on the end of its toes, they were it's much got more flippers. flat and rounded, and they'd sort of stand on their toes, much more like um, much more like hooves. Like not... I think you're describing. I think you're describing flippers wrong, Cal. They have to have flippers. <laughs> it's a crocodile. No, yeah. no, Bob. 
Because <laughs> these these crocodiles... Uh, so, like we were saying before, with the whole, like, post-dinosaur, like, there's a niche to fill sort of thing, um, there were heaps they of They decided things... to fill the niche of hooves. Of apex land sprinting predator, yeah. Oh, these... God, now I'm just imagining, like, a cow, but with... Crocodile top and it's sprinting. Well, and here's here's another scary part, Bob. The um the back legs were much longer than the front legs. Not a great deal longer, but like like so the the theory is that for very short bursts of of time, they could run just on their hind legs, sort of like a, a water basilisk or a uh, or a frill neck lizard. Oh, these God. these things were three meters long. <laughs> And could run on oh, their hind legs for a very short period of time. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, you just you're going about your business. You go under the shops. <laughs> you turn the corner, and here's this motherfucker, and stands up on its legs, and it's <laughs> bigger than the building, and it's running at you, and it's coming. And oh boy, you it's shit coming. You and you die. Yeah, yeah, you do. That's all you do. Oh yeah, he, um, yeah, he's coming for you. <laughs> Are you not going to... Oh, my God. So, it sort of filled this niche in, like, the theory That would is eat that... the pig. <laughs> that would yeah. eat the Terminator pig. It could eat the Piganator, yes. Yes. Um, and Damn. so, its, it's favoured prey was actually, the like, the an ancient form of horse. Um, no, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like all, like pretty much all the fossilized evidence of like these like really early forms of horses have these like teeth marks and stuff in them from these crocodiles, um, and and they had very specialized um, teeth that were much more designed for like inflicting like bleeding damage and uh, and like killing you in one bite by doing a heap of damage, rather than modern crocodiles which sort of just like grip onto you while they drag you into the water and drown you. Yeah. Um, well, we know yeah. how to make the Melbourne Cup more exciting. <laughs> Bring these bad boys back from the dead. Yeah, once I get past, like, you know, three quarters of the way, oh, I <laughs> jump out of the ground. Like the lions and gladiator. Um, yeah, so uh, basically the thought, the, the theory on why this went extinct um, is that... Um, Warm God said, nah, too much. <laughs> too much. Get rid of it. I think I put too much, dropped a bit too much acid when I made this one. Well, I'm so, coming back down. I'm going to have to fix this mistake. And so, like, basically, after the dinosaurs, when all these new creatures were sort of, like, uh, vying for the role of Apex Predator, um, yeah, there were plenty of mammals sort of trying to do the same thing. And being warm-blooded, they were just better at it. Um, like, yep. they were better at running for longer distances and things like that, like, uh, without getting tired. And, yeah, like, it was just... They were just outdone by, um, by like, big cats and things like that at being yeah. the apex sprinting predator. Because imagine this thing would have to heat up before it could sprint. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I'll catch you in a minute, but just come back. Like, come mm. back around, mate, when, I, when I've soaked up enough sun, and then I'll give you a good chase. Mm. Like, three, three, four hours max. Well, and, uh, like, another yeah. interesting point is that, like, 
So uh, uh, another theory on why these megafauna went extinct, um, particularly the mammals, is that being so large, they have really long gestation periods. So when something drastic happens, it takes a long time for them to be able to get enough generations of evolution down to to adapt to anything. Yeah. yeah. So um, so yeah, when when sudden climate change happens. Um, they just they they don't do very well. They they're the things that die off. It's the smaller things that have enough breeding cycles to adapt. Um, and uh, reptiles had a sort of benefit over mammals um, because their young could basically like hatch and just go and live without nursing from the parent. Usually, um, yeah. Whereas yeah. mammals had to be, but yeah, had to be milked and stuff for a long time to before they were independent yeah 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 so in another yeah in another timeline this uh while it might not have outcompeted things like big cats it very well might have survived something that that the big cats couldn't because of because of its uh, because being able to lay eggs and and throw out a whole bunch of young at once yeah it gives them that benefit yeah yeah. Interesting yeah. stuff. <laughs> imagining a three meter tall King K rule. <laughs> yeah, but it gallops. <laughs> yeah, like can you imagine like Arthurian knights on the back of of horses that came from crocodiles that evolved from crocodiles? I actually can't imagine it. <laughs> It's beyond me. <laughs> it's that's yeah. That's another level. That's uh, I'm just a simple man <laughs> trying to make my way in this weird universe. Yep. Where yep. we have crocodile horses. Oh, man, like the world is such a is a much weirder place than you think. <laughs> Until you start doing shows like this. Yeah, we've definitely proven that today. <laughs> well, cool. I think that's yeah. Uh, fleshed out a fair bit of content there even though we doubled up on one i I think that's a thing that's been a good episode hopefully you've learned some things and you know about terrifying pigs and crocodiles and Mm. woolly rhinos aren't as cool as you think but they do look like mud horns so (laughs) there you go and remember kids the real megafauna are the friends you make along the way especially if they're big (laughs) just one big friend (laughs) 